What's up, real estate business builders? This is Lars Hedenborg, the founder of Real Estate B-School, and we are sharing the sessions from our Business Growth Digital Summit. If you're just coming onto the podcast, there's three or four sessions that we've shared already, which were just unbelievably awesome. And the speaker we're sharing now is probably one of my favorite from the two days we had together. Uh, and these are member-only events. So you guys are kind of getting an insider's look into our world, the level of talent that we surround ourselves with. And Jess Linovell from Listings Lab Method brought it. I mean, she knows the game of social media as it relates to building your real estate business to seven figures and beyond, unlike anyone I've ever heard. So I hope you enjoy this. It's in two parts. And uh, if you haven't grabbed a copy of my free book, scaleordiebook.com, I tell my journey about how I went from no license whatsoever as the market is shifting in 2007 to 453 transactions sold in a single year. And that year, I only worked 42 days. So I made all the mistakes you can make, but I understand leverage and systems at a very high level. And I detail it all in the book. And it's totally free, not one of those free plus shipping offers. It's just straight up free. So go to scaleordiebook.com and stay tuned for Jess Lenovel. Two parts. This is part one. Hope you enjoy. I will give you a little bit more background as we go through this in terms of like who I am and why the heck you should listen to me. Um, but I, uh, I'll, I'll kind of like run you through that in uh, in a couple minutes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to go through a training that most people I think will find uh, really helpful. I think that a lot of people really don't fully understand digital marketing from this, from this standpoint. Um, I want to go through some social media stuff with you. Um, my focus, basically what I do is I help agents go from six to seven figures by creating relationships at scale. So everything that I do is 100% scalable and also isn't necessarily manual. So that's something that I think is really, really important in order to create a seven figure business with freedom. I just wrote a book. Um, actually last year I wrote a book called more money, less hustle, becoming the seven figure real estate agent. So everything that I'm going to talk to you about and everything that I really focus on isn't just about big income goals and building something that is, you know, highly, highly lucrative. It's also focused on time efficiency. And I'm a really big believer that the reason why I push people towards that seven figure mark is because it's really where you're going to get be able to buy back so much of that time and so much of that freedom, which we got all got into real estate for in the first place. So um, we're going to go through the three steps to getting consistent clients on social media. Um, everything that I'm going to talk about today is digitally based. Um, if you have questions as we go through this, please like don't be shy. Um, and we can uh, I can kind of answer questions as we go. Um, Lars, get, get, remind me how much time I have here so that I can adjust. You've got <laughs> well, there's lunch after you, so if you run a little bit late, I slotted an hour, but there's no there's nobody okay. coming out. Okay, cool. You. I, I won't be late. I won't be late. So this this one will probably, I mean, unless people have a ton of questions, will probably be about forty five minutes. So, um, so I start every training this way, and I'm sure that if you guys have been sitting in a chair which I think all of you have for a little while. Maybe you want to shake your legs out because I promise you I'm going to give you the goods in the next 45 minutes. Um, eliminate as many distractions as you can. Be as actively engaged as you can. As we go through this, there are going to be things that are different than you've heard before. So don't assume, okay, I've heard this before or this won't work for me. I'd like you to kind of come at it from a different angle and reframe it into how can I make this work for me? 
how can I actually take this and implement this into my business? Um, if you want to email me, you can also email me if you have questions after the fact. Um, I'm pretty much an open book. I'll drop my personal email in the in the in the chat right now so that you can kind of take notes as we go. If you don't want to ask on this call, you can always send me an email after. This is for this whole training is built around real estate agents who want to leverage social media or digital marketing to grow their business. They don't want to be doing the manual, the more traditional stuff. Maybe you've been trying to figure out social media, but you're either overwhelmed or what you're posting really isn't getting you the clients that you want. Now, every single thing I'm going to be talking about today is inbound. So it's not, okay, I'm going to generate a bunch of cold leads and then you got to hit the phones for eight hours a day. This is very much people reaching out to you and saying, hey, I've seen your stuff. Come list my house. The people who we work with, and I'm going to give you examples as we go through this. I'm going to do some case studies along the way. Um, the people who find a lot of success with this are the people who are very consistent. So the people who actually take action and it can be messy. And a lot of the time, and we're going to talk about this in a couple of minutes, but a lot of time people get really stuck when it comes to putting stuff out online because it's not absolutely 100% perfect. And I will kind of start this with, I'm a really big believer that perfectionism is just procrastination in a cuter outfit. So if you consider yourself to be a perfectionist, I will call you a procrastinator. Because if you don't take messy action and you don't take action quickly, things are never going to move at the speed that you need them to in order to actually create exponential change or exponential growth in your business. Okay, so a little bit of an unpopular truth to start off. If you are not able to develop a consistent and predictable marketing strategy that generates you high caliber clients, notice it says clients and not leads, you're always going to be stuck inside of a business, constantly spinning your wheel, feeling stressed and overwhelmed. And I think that will describe a lot of people just in general. So I want you to realize right now you have, and this is very conservative, you have 10 to 15 clients sitting in your warm social media network right now. They're just sitting there. You can easily pull them out. You just don't have the right things to say. So what we're going to go through is how do we actually take what you already know, your knowledge, wisdom, your expertise that you already have, and turn it into clients that actually want to work with you without spending money on advertising. And I'm going to talk about why we're talking organic before we talk paid traffic. Um, how to basically create or craft your marketing message to attract that top 5%. We're also going to talk about competition elimination. So how to not have a lot of competition for your services, even if you're in a really saturated market. I am from a market that has 60,000 licensed agents in it. So there's pretty much no such thing as more saturated than where I come from. And we're going to talk about uh, reducing or eliminating commission haggling. I'm also going to go through the three types of content that I use and that we teach to turn your organic Facebook profile into a consistent revenue stream. I'm using Facebook as an example because it seems to be the most approachable from a social media standpoint, but every single thing that we cover today can be used on all of your other social media platforms. Um, this is also going to feel good. I promise you nothing's going to feel gross or sleazy or old school or salesy about any of this. Um, and for everyone here, after the fact, I will send Lars the exact questions that you want to ask your ideal clients to get their pains and problems that he can send out to you. So it's basically a questionnaire that is going to essentially give you all the market research interview that you need in order to pull out messaging that is actually going to create good marketing. 
And uh, that's usually the missing piece for a lot of people from their marketing is that they're creating their marketing in a vacuum. They're not actually creating their marketing from the audience and from the messaging that's coming from the market. Especially when we're going through market shifts, it is super important that we pivot our marketing messaging and that message has to come from the market. It can't, from, it can't come from you. So just a little quick rundown. I myself um, built a multi-seven-figure, very lean real estate team while I was selling. I sold for 14 years. Um, since then, I've helped over a thousand agents craft their messaging. I think we're at over 2000 now from social media, um, Forbes and entrepreneur magazine come to me when they need social media advice and expertise when it comes to real estate specifically. I have spoken on some of the biggest stages in the real estate industry. Um, huge, huge stages. I'm speaking again in November, um, on stage with some fun people, Magic Johnson, Bill Clinton, some people from Selling Sunset. Um, I built my business on Facebook in 2005. So obviously the platform has changed dramatically, but um, I'm super introverted. I will turn it on for you guys for the next hour. But let me tell you, after this, I'm going, I live in the Bahamas now. So like I will probably go and like go into a cabana outside and like read for two hours because I am super introverted. And so, you know, if that's something, if you're a little bit shy or a little bit introverted, sometimes what ends up happening is you don't realize how much energy it actually takes for you to be able to show up fully. So we really want to make sure that everything that you're doing is actually fully and unlimitedly scalable so that you don't have to show up every single day with the same amount of energy over and over and over again until you're burnt out and exhausted. So a lot of what we're going to talk about today, I'm going to back up with results and examples and things like that. And I just want to have a little disclaimer. The people that I talk about today are not your average, like I did part of what you teach, but not all of it. They're the people who actually like took things, ran with them, took messy action and followed, followed the system in full. So let's get rolling. How to... Uh, basically how to attract consistent clients from social media. There's going to be three major steps that we're going to go through. The first one is your social profile funnel. Your second part is your client-centric messaging. And the third part is captivating and convincing content. So we're going to start with the effective setup of your actual profile. Okay, so it, like I'm going to break down piece by piece the different aspects that you need on your profile, because when someone lands on your profile, your business page, your Instagram account, whatever it is that we're talking about, you have less than three seconds for that person to decide I'm going to stay or I'm going to go, which is the most frustrating thing in the world when 90% of agents have exactly the same looking profile. Their content's the same. Their bios are the same. There's nothing really that's setting them apart. So we really want to get really super clear. Now, I'm assuming most people here have a Facebook profile of some sort. Um, and shame on you if it looks like this. <laughs> I'm hoping that it doesn't. But there's a lot of people who's actually who's do. You know, it's a picture of a sunset maybe on your cover photo. Or maybe it's like, you know, gasp, uh, uh, like a picture of your business card. We're going to talk about what to do instead, how to make this better, and how to make it what I call sticky. So your personal profile is money waiting to be made if you just know what needs to be on there. And before I go into this next section, the reason why you're, we're talking about your personal profile and not your business page is because we're talking organic. Your business page has absolutely the worst reach on all of your social media platforms organically. 
And a lot of people don't realize why. They're like, oh, nobody likes my business page. Nobody interacts with my content. My engagement is so bad. Well, it's because Facebook is a business and you are waving your hands and saying, hey, I'm a business too. And so Facebook says, okay, well, if you're a business and I'm a business, then you should pay to play. So your business page on Facebook is, is there to house your ads. You will not get good organic reach from it pretty much ever. So if you're organically, the only place that you're posting is on your business page, you're probably not really going to see an ROI from that time or from that content. And a lot of this has to be translated into your personal page because that's the social networking side of the app or the social networking side of the platform. And that's where you're going to get the most organic reach. That's how you're going to actually make money from organic social media on Facebook, just as an example. So people are watching more than you think. We all know this. We all lurk. We all have somebody that we don't engage with that we follow and we just read all their stuff and we creep on them all the time right? So there's a lot more people than you think that are doing that. But here's the breakdown. These are the four things that we actually want to have on a good, well-set-up, sticky Facebook profile. I'm going to start with your cover photo or with your profile banner, and I'm going to break this down in detail. Your profile banner must have a photo of you, and it must be in color, and it must not be a real estate head headshot with your arms crossed. It needs to be something that is super relatable to the people that you want to that you want to target. So you can see here I'm using Ashley in Detroit as an example here because her profile set up well. Um, so she has a picture of her. She works with growing families. So that's her niche. And uh, you can see here she's chosen a photo in color that will relate or will resonate with the people that she's trying to attract. Now, the reason why your profile banner is so important, this is the biggest piece of real estate that you have on Facebook. And most people think of it as an afterthought. They put, you know, a beach picture on there or a pro or, or just something else. Now, there's a lot of times, um, pretty much for your cover photo, you don't ever need to change it, like maybe once every couple of years. So your, your profile, that, th this cover photo really should be static and shouldn't change because it's going to be one of the most important visually sides of your profile. So... This is something that, you know, there's a lot of times on social media or on Facebook when your profile picture doesn't show, like on your birthday, for instance, Facebook doesn't show your profile picture. It shows your, your, your banner. And so if you don't have your banner set up well, then, you know, a lot of the time they're not even seeing a picture of you. So the photo of you is super, super critical. The other thing that we want to have in the banner is your value proposition statement, which is your I help statement. So if you don't have an I help statement built out for your business, then that's also something that you're going to want to work on. It's I help who achieve what? Achieve what? Using or with, and then your method, the name of your actual methodology. And we're going to talk about this more in a second. I just dropped that formula in the chat. So you can see here, Ashley has using my alignment method, I help growing families in Metro Detroit find their dream home. So it's what do they do? Who does she work with? Where is she located? You would be flabbergasted how many agents you go on their profile and I cannot figure out where they are. I can't figure out their location. It happens on Instagram. It happens on Facebook. They just don't have location really, really clear. So that's also something that we want to make sure is there. So you have these two things. And then the third part on your profile banner is a call to action. 
So when I click on this, this is going to open up a really simple landing page and it's going to have first name, email. And with that, I'm going to be able to put Jess and then my email, jess at thelistingslab.com. And I'm going to get an email with her alignment method guide. This is going to go through basically an entire presentation of who she is, who she serves, what she does, what her services look like, and why why she does things the way that she does things. This is highly, highly valuable to someone who is actively in the market. And the reason why this works so well, and I'm going to talk about this in a second, is because anybody who lands on this doesn't have to contact her, doesn't have to inter interact with anything, can kind of secretly lurk, and then they end up subscribed to her email list and are getting something of high value. The second part of your profile that needs to be set up well is your profile photo. Your profile photo should be you looking at the camera with your eyes visible. No sunglasses, no black and white, no back of your head. If you're going to have someone else in the profile photo, it should be very clear who that is and that it's not you. So sometimes you'll have like an entire family photo. That's really not ideal because it is your, your personal profile. Am I frozen, guys? No? Okay. Um, so we have that also in color. Black and white photos do not perform well on social media. They just don't catch the eye the same way. They get scrolled past. Value proposition statement. So again, just the same value proposition statement that we worked on before with your I help statement. That should live underneath in your, basically in your bio. And there's a reason why we want this here. We want to make it super, super easy for people to know who you are, know what you do, know who you serve, all the things. Um, a lot of people here will have things like dog mom, yoga lover, uh, realtor, sushi fanatic, like something like that, right? At the, at the end of the day, we want to make this as clear as possible. And we want people to know, again, within three seconds, am I staying or am I going? Um, the last piece is going to be relevant content. But before we get on to this next part, I want to just highlight the intro section right here on the left-hand side. So if you have a million things that you've inputted here, like a brokerage that you worked at 10 years ago, remove it. Because a lot of people don't realize that this, but Facebook will cycle through what they show people. So a lot of the time things will come up and it'll say, you know, former realtor at, you know, Remax Ultimate. And it looks like you're not in the business anymore. So we don't need to know what you know, what primary school you went to. We don't need to know what camp you went to as a 10-year-old. We need to know the bare minimum and it needs to be as clear and as concise as possible. So if you didn't grab the I help statement or the value proposition statement, um, feel free to take a screenshot of this or take a picture or whatever works easiest for you. Uh, because this is really like old school real estate marketing had a lot of taglines in it. I would say new school real estate marketing or like nowadays, this is the information that people want at like essentially the click, the snap of their fingers. So Ashley, when she first started this, um, she was, how do you, uh, so basically all you have to do, there's a million, I, that's a whole tutorial, Shannon, Jeremy. Um, if you just Google or you go onto YouTube and you just type in exactly the question that you just put in the chat, you'll get a step-by-step. -step. It's super, it's not, it's not difficult to do. Um, YouTube is your best friend when it comes to like Facebook tech. <laughs> so Ashley actually added in her first year, she's been with us for several years. In her first year, she added 150,000 in Metro Detroit. Since then, she has actually 
I mean, she's probably in the in the high six figures. Um, so this is one of some of the things that she had to say within her first year of making these adjustments. So, you know, when you get tagged in a Facebook, like in a Facebook, like a community Facebook group and you're and there's like 100 other agents tagged and you're like, oh, well, just forget it. No one's I'm never going to get that. Well, Ashley gets them consistently and it's because of the way her profile is set up. So like she'll get tagged in something in a community group that's like, oh, you know, Sally is looking for a realtor. Um, who do you recommend? Well, Ashley consistently gets that business because when people see the value prop, they see her post, they see the way that her page is set up. It works particularly well because someone is, again, able to su subscribe to her email list, download her guide, get so much from it just from clicking through from from a from a tag. The other thing that she has over here, yep, your business and your personal page should be set up exactly the same way. Um, you're not going to organically, like I, like I mentioned before, get tr a tremendous amount from your business page unless you're running retargeting ads. But again, it's, it's still, it's, you still have to have one. It's like having a website nowadays, you have to have a business page. So you can see here, I've tripled or quadrupled my business and diversified my client base. I'm so grateful. A lot of it is um, organic content. So Yes, I do recommend making your personal page public. If you have things that like really personal stuff that you don't want to share, you can actually segment your lists on Facebook um, and you can you can create different lists that see different things. So like if I was going to do something that was highly private that I only wanted my immediate friends and family to see and I didn't want the 5,000 realtors that are on my Facebook, um, I would I would just post to a specific list. Um, no, normally I would just say you want one business page that speaks to one specific avatar. Um, if your business runs with your spouse, absolutely. You should have one business page between the two of you and both of you would have your own separate personal pages. Okay. So the next part of it is client centric messaging, which is once you've set things up, you really need to know exactly what you're speaking to and exactly what you need to be talking about. So a lot of the time people get frustrated with online marketing or I, I, the, the thing that I hear all the time is Facebook ads don't work. And it always makes me laugh because I'll think, well, Nike runs Facebook ads. And if Facebook ads don't work, I'm pretty sure that Nike would have figured that out by now. I think that the, the, the real issue that we're having here is that most people in real estate are just boosting posts or they genu genuinely don't really understand what or how to use these platforms really, really well. So your marketing right now is getting you exactly what you're asking for. So if you're not getting great clients from your social media or you're getting no clients from social media, then something's wrong. And the, and the wrong, quote unquote wrong, is always messaging. So if you want better clients, it's not tech. It's not, it's not some back-end back opt-in that's not set up correctly 99% of the time. It's messaging. So if you want to market to people in a way that they need to be spoken to, your messaging, your marketing must meet that person where they're at with the quality of the problems that they have. So this is really one of the three, these are the three biggest mistakes that I see that agents make when it comes to trying to create campaigns on social media. Number one is they make it all about them. Number two, they're trying to speak to everyone. And number three, they've outsourced to some Canva loving third party platform that is literally just posting quotes and random photos of like staircases. 
And a lot of that, a lot of the time, that's not really, it's not going to, it's not going to do what you want it to do. Why would you pay something that doesn't, for something that doesn't have a, like a, a substantial ROI in your business? You, the whole idea is not just to show up on social media, just to like tick the box. It's so that you can actually consistently grow and compound. Um, so let's go through the mistakes one by one. It's not about you. It's about your clients. To a certain extent, yes. And I know you're probably thinking, but it's my social media. Don't I have to be on there? Yes, of course you do. But the number one question that people ask themselves before they post on socials is, what do I want to say today? That's the wrong question. The right question to ask is, what does my ideal client need to hear from me today? What is going to be the most valuable thing that I can talk about or post about or speak about or you know whatever it is or share about? Right. And a lot of it has to be it has to be client centric. It has to be client focused. We are all incredibly selfish on social media. We do not follow or engage or click more or watch videos that aren't either super entertaining, emotionally, like emotionally enveloping us or are highly valuable. So you have to have a detailed and targeted message um, that addresses people's specific pains and problems. This is the emotional side of creating relationships online. And people make decisions emotionally before they make them logically. It's just always been the way that human beings are built. So many agents are using their social media as a billboard. And that's the opposite of the way that the platforms are built. It's not what they're built for. And it's actually not what people, the majority of the, of the general public, wants to see, which is why so many of the just listed, just sold, and all of the like your typical salesy, realtor-y you know, content most of the people who are engaging with that are other agents. It's not actually speaking to or attracting the ideal clients that you really want to be talking to. Um, yep, I'm going to get into that, Diane. I'm going to go through your content mix um, in the third part of this. I got you. Um, okay, so second part. If you're trying to speak to everyone, you're speaking to no one. We are all guilty at some point, myself included, of vague real estate messaging. Back in the day, the key, like I used... I had all kinds of strange taglines back in the day that I thought were just me doing what I was supposed to do, but they don't work. And vague messaging doesn't work. Things like I'm here for all of your real estate needs, or, you know, I can help you buy, sell, rent, and invest from here to Timbuktu. It doesn't mean anything. Basically, the, the, the way that other people are reading that, the way that, and we've done a lot of market research on this, the way that the general public reads that is they think that most agents are just super desperate for business and they'll take what they can get. That's how it actually is communicated. And that's not, um, that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to like set ourselves up as like industry experts and people want to come to us and, you know, we, we, we have credibility and we're human beings and we're creating these relationships and that kind of vague messaging doesn't do that. Thanks for listening. Would you please take a minute to share the show with other agents who may be struggling? And if you love the podcast, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. And make sure you visit scaleordiebook.com to get a free copy of my book. It's a nuts and bolts guide to building a real estate business that gives you true time and money freedom so that you can live your life without regrets. Thanks again and see you on the next episode.